Hello, ladies and gentlemen. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it is an easy way to make podcasts. Let me explain. It is free. Yes, it is free. There is certain creation tools that allow you to record, edit your podcast right from your computer and your phone. As long as you just have headphones or a microphone, you are in good condition. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. It could be on Apple. How many of y'all would like to be on Apple Podcasts? It would be on Spotify and many more like Google, Break, the radio. It is amazing. You can make money from your podcast with a minimum of listener ship. It is an easy way to make a podcast in one place. Come on, y'all. Join on to Anchor. It is the bomb. Thank you for listening. gentlemen and welcome to my podcast on this morning today i will be talking about today is testimony tuesday and i also be reading devotion it's coming from the jesus calling book and this today is december the 24th and today is christmas eve so here goes i am speaking to you from the depths of eternity before the world was formed, i am wait before the world was formed, I am. You hear me in the depths of your being where I can take up resistance. I am Christ in you in the hope of glory. I, your Lord and Savior, and I live within you. Learn to tune into my living presence by seeking me in silence. As you celebrate the wonders of my birth in Bethlehem, celebrate also the rebirth and eternal life. This everlasting gift was so purpose for my inter for enter enter your sin stained world. Receive my gift with awe and humility. Take time to explore the vast dimension of my love. Always thankfulness to flow freely from from your heart in response to my glorious gift. Let my peace rule in your heart and be thankful. The verses come from Psalms 92, Colossians 1.27, and Colossians 3.15. And since I don't have to work for break, um, for this Christmas break, I'm going to read y'all the verses. So the first one I'm going to read to you is Psalms 92. Psalms 92, and it states, Before all the mountains were brought forth, or ever you will form the earth and the world, even from the everlasting to everlasting, you are God. The next one is Colossians three. I mean Colossians one twenty seven. And it states to them with all to them God will to make known that they are riches of glory for the mysteries among the Gentile, which is in Christ in you, the hope of glory. The next one is 
Colossians 3.15. And it states, And let the peace of God rule your heart, to which also we are called in one body, and be thankful. Okay, it's talking about being thankful today. It is talking about how, like, I know today is Christmas Eve. You know, be spend time in God's presence. Learn how to tune into my living presence by seeking me in silence. How many of y'all have really seek God in silence? I have. Like, before I got on this podcast, I had to come into my closet and have some peace. Spend some time with Jesus. Because I had got so wrapped up into this world, into things, into different stuff that I just needed to come in here and just sit and just listen to God. Just talk to him and just do that. He wants that from us. He really do want us to spend time with him. And I haven't been really been doing that for, I, did, I didn't do it Saturday and I didn't do it Sunday and I didn't do it Monday. That I just got... I just got so wrapped up until I was like, you know what, I'm not doing this today. You know, that's like, you know how we do us humans. Like, I don't want to be bothered today. I ain't got time for that. Got to learn about Jesus today. I got other stuff going on. But I realized it's like, if we learn how to just rest in God's presence and just, just in tune to Him, that He will always make sure we have um, stuff um, just to have things. I guess I had went to sleep. I had a lot of on my. I took a nap. I took a nap, and I had woke up, and I smelled this so strong aroma. It smelled like it was like I had some potpourri. It smelled like oh, it just smelled like I had potpourri in the house. It just had like a strong aroma. It was so strong. I mean, it was really strong. So I got up. I was like, "Do y'all smell?" I asked my kids, "Do y'all smell it?" No, man. I was like, "Wait a minute." It is so, I went to literally, wherever I went, that's it. It was just like a sweet aroma. I could not, just like, I couldn't shake it or nothing. Then my kids like, Mom, what's wrong? I said, I said, nothing but the presence of God. Because I was like, I was worried about stuff. I'm going to be real with y'all. I'm going to be real. Because this is my podcast where I let y'all know. Inside of my life, it's because I'm doing a podcast. Don't, please don't get it wrong. Please don't get it twisted. That Oh, she got it all together. Please don't get it together. Please don't think that. Please don't think that I got all this. Please do not think like I got it all together. I'm living, you know, I am living my best. Like, don't, like, like I'm out here balling. Put it that way. I was stressing because tomorrow's Christmas Eve and the next day is Christmas. I don't have nothing to get my kids for Christmas. I'm going to be real with y'all. I work my butt off every day from 7 to 3. I work for a school district, right? And yes, everybody's like, oh, you work for a school district, so that means you should be balling. You should make a lot of money. No, because I got to make sure I have, uh, make sure my bills are paid. Make sure this, I'm like behind on this bill. I got to make sure this bill is paid. So, yes, I do stress. I do work. But I was just worried about how I would get my kids something for Christmas. And my kids like, Mama, we're not worried about that. We're not worried about, you know, we are not. We don't care if we don't get nothing. We have everything. And it's like, I just want one thing. And I was like, what is that? My son said he wanted a camera because he wanted to be a photographer. My other two kids, they want to just, like, my other son, he want a phone because he don't have a phone. He want a, a phone. And my daughter's like, I just want to upgrade my phone. I was like, oh. And then it's like, Mom, what do you want? I told them nothing. I really did. I said nothing. But deep down in my heart, the one thing I wish I could get my kids for Christmas is a house for Christmas that they have their own room. Because right now, me and my daughter share a room and the boys share a room. So I wish I was able to do that for them for Christmas. 
that is my goal, you know. So I was just stressing worry about that. So I went off to took a nap, whatever. And that's when I smelled that super sweet aroma. And I know that was God trying to tell me, please don't worry about that. I got you. And I had and I was telling myself, yes, I still believe in miracles because God is a miracle worker. I do know that. Um, he will make I mean, he will do things that we think is impossible. You know, so I just want to tell y'all that. But today is Testimony Tuesday. So my testimony is, uh, what is my testimony? Hmm. I got so many. So let me think, let me pick one. Okay, my testimony is when um when I lost the hotel that stay. Okay, let me take, we, me and my kids had moved to here. You know, we lost our apartment and we started saying we stayed in the hotel. From 2015 up to almost 2017. Yeah, we stayed in almost three years tops. Uh, my testimony is that when I say that God moves, God do things that nobody could do, and nobody was like, how you do that, Felicia? You know, Felicia had nothing to do with that. You know, God had his hand over my life. So, Felicia, I know. When I first met you, God got, you got God over your life and all this type of stuff. So, I was like, okay. So like people, t- people tell me that I'm like, oh, whatever. If God had His hand on my life, I wouldn't be going through this bull crap, you know. <laughs> so, um, one day we had stayed, we stayed in the hotel, and I didn't have the money. So that means that when you don't have the money, they're supposed to kick you out with your stuff and everything else. So I told them I don't have the money because you know at the hotel, the hotel we stayed, you had to pay, get paid weekly. And I was not getting paid week. I was getting paid every two weeks and whatever. Whenever I had it, I just tried to pay it, you know. So, um, I was like, I told the people, look, I don't have the money. And the lady was like, well, we're not going to move your stuff. Though no, Your stuff can stay where it's at. Because I told her what I was going to have it. Your stuff stay where it's at. And that means you have to start all over. Meaning, like, when you first get to the in-town uh, suite, it's like an in-town suite, like a steady state. Um... The thing is, you have to pay like four hundred some dollars, and then it goes down. You start paying three, goes down, and then you pay like no taxes, like thirty some dollars, thirty four dollars, or whatever. And then you go back to paying two. So at that moment, at that time, I was only paying two hundred something every week. So that means they had to kick us out, and then that means when I do get the money, I gotta pay four hundred some dollars. No, like. Four hundred some dollars to get back, and then I gotta start back on paying four and three every week, and you know all like that. So I was like, okay, I did what I had to do. So I got kicked out of the hotel. Wait till I got paid. Couldn't wait because we're sleeping. It what made it so bad. The day they kicked us out, the next day I got paid. That's how bad it was. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's how bad it was. The next day, I got paid. So, me and my kids had to sleep in the car. I had called somebody to ask them, can I come stay with them? You know, she was like, uh, I'm at work right now. I'll call you when I get off work so that way I can tell you how to get to my apartment, blah, blah, blah. The girl never called. I kept calling, kept calling. She never answered. Didn't do nothing. I know y'all probably said, why you didn't call this person? Because my thing is, I'm a single mom, a black single mother and I got three kids. I can say pride had probably got in the way, I'm not gonna lie. Or other stuff probably just got I just didn't want to be bothered people like Felicia. I didn't want to hear first I didn't want to hear about like Felicia, why you do that? Why you didn't tell us you going through I didn't want to hear that. Because I feel like I got myself in this situation. I get myself out of it. Yes, I did not want to sleep in the car with my kids. 
No, I didn't want to do that, but I had no choice. The next day I got them up. They went somewhere to freshen up, and they went on to school. And I told them, don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. We didn't eat that. We didn't eat that night or nothing. I didn't really sleep. I didn't really sleep because we was in a in Walmart parking lot sleeping in the car. And I was, like, too scared. Somebody might come over there, might do something to us. I really, I, well, I, I mean, I doze off, wake up, doze off, make sure, you know, they slept in the wood. Made it so bad it was cold that day. So cold. And so I was like, cold in Houston. Can you remember? Can you believe it was cold in Houston? So I was like, okay. Slept in the car. The next day I got my check. We go pay that. We to go pay my bill, whatever. That I, you know, I had to pay that. Paid that. I was like, they was like, mom, did she pay that? I was like, when I got to work, picked them up, whatever. They was like, mom, did she pay the, did she pay the hotel? I said, yes, I paid it. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Paid it. I was like, okay, that's one least of my words. So then... Um, later on, you know, I was still paying it, doing what I had to do, whatever. Next day, I said, company, maybe my commodity two later, my car got towed. And that was like, I, I always, my car got towed. I was, I was not even, I was like, almost maybe, it was my first time ever being late. First time I would pay my car on time, and I would almost do pay for that car. They came, got my car, and I was like crying, like, I was supposed to get around because my kids are like, they have to go to the doctor. JJ was very sick. I was like, with dealing with illness and stuff. I was like, how am I supposed to get my kids to the doctor? But I was just so mad. Just so mad. So I was like, how am I going to do this? And then I was like, I ain't got no money. Da, 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 da. And you know, stuff like that. Then, you know, I'm calling people like, oh, my car got towed. Can't repossess my car. That's like, uh, Felicia, you, you know, you don't need a car. That's at least your word. Girl. You have to have a car in Houston. This is not uh no country where you can walk in, walk there. This is a city. I got tired of walking. I was like, okay, whatever. Whatever. I just I was just so mad. So the next day I went to work. And this time I was working at the uh hotel as a as a um as you call them people. They make a bed, you know, clean up the room like a a housekeeper. Lord have mercy. A housekeeper working at a you know, working at a hotel housekeeper. And then I was like, I had to walk to work. The first day I didn't. Second day I didn't. But I think I remember a couple times I had to walk. They was like, she can ride the bus. I don't know. Nobody no buses in Houston. But if I had to, you know, I would have did it. But then people like in my job, like, we'll come pick you up. And then I was like, you know what? Forget it. Because I had got to the point where, you know how some people are like, I'll help you, girl. I'll be there for you, girl. I know what you're going through. People always say that. But then it's like. When you need them, there's nowhere to be found. So I said, forget it. I got mad. I said, you know what? I'm just going to over myself. To work. I'm going to be like the celebrity, the famous people. I'm going to give me somebody to drive me. So I look at it as that. Like, even though I was in the Uber, I look at it as I was famous. So one day, they had got a, we had got an Uber because we had to go grocery shopping or something. And I remember, I was looking in the sky. I don't know where I was going. So uh, I think I was taking one of my kids to the doctor. It was somewhere. I remember looking at the sky because I love looking at clouds because God speaks to me through the clouds. God speaks to you however, but I know God speaks to me through the clouds. So one day I was just in the clouds, just looking at the clouds, and God just said, uh, God just told me, it's okay if you don't have a car. Um, people pick you up. It's okay. Look at it as you're a famous person. 
Look at you if famous. Somebody to pick you up, take you somewhere. You famous. Look at it as you're a famous person, like you're a famous artist. You said you want to help single moms. You said you want to do this. Look at it as you being famous. Somebody come picking you and your kids up, taking you somewhere, or whatever the case may be. He would have said, look at it as it's famous. So I just told my kid, be famous. So every time we got an Uber, it wasn't just like a, a Honda card or this and that. We got picked up in Cadillacs. And it was just a standard car. That's all I could afford was just standard. We didn't get like the deluxe and all that, you know, all that. It was like a standard car. I mean, it was like, you know, how you have Uber, how they have standard and ups, you know, different different grades and stuff. But it was, every time we got ready to go get into an Uber, we had a Cadillac, we got Lexus, we was in a Mercedes. We was in like luxury car. And I think that there was God to them, don't worry about it. So I was like, they're like, Felicia, how you get, people are like, Felicia, how you do this? And how you um, get there? Uber? Because I wasn't like trying to be like depending on people because people will fail you. Uh, when you at your weakest, at your lowest point, you think people is your friend? Hit rock bottom. You'll see who your true friends are. I had nobody. No. When I say nobody, I had one person. And she kept me on my toes. She was like, Felicia, what you going to give up for? Give up for what? What you going to go back to? She she was my, you know, she would tell but I was like, this is a myth. And I have learned all these times when I used to go through. People say that, be that for you. I have learned. You cannot count on people. I trust. I count on Jesus, honey. Jesus and my kids. Because I know what? And yeah, sometimes I ain't going to say my kids are family because me and my kids have been through a lot. But I know that people will do you wrong. So I'll do that so that so that day I remember when Harvey hit or whatever. School was canceled. And we had to go to work that next day with the work. And uh, this man picked us up. And I didn't have the money. And I think he was going to pay for the room. But he was like, oh, you know, he was like hesitant. But I think God was working out my miracle at this. He was getting ready to work out a miracle. So I was like, okay. I told the lady, look, I don't have the money. She was like, we just leave your stuff there. We'll make sure nobody don't go in there. So my son had messed up his hand or whatever. And uh, had messed up his hand. So me. If y'all are from Houston, in town is right there on 1916 Mills Road. The Methodist Hospital is up under 249. And then you make a left. And you still got to walk. So me and my kids, it was cold. So cold. Me and my kids walk to um, Methodist Hospital. And at that time, I was like, you know, because everybody was in shelters and stuff. I was like, God, I don't know what to do. So I called this lady. Or whatever she was like, Felicia, what y'all gonna do? Y'all, I said, I don't know. I was gonna spend the night in the hotel. That's what, I mean, in the hotel. I was gonna spend the night at a, um, at a, um, at the hospital. That's how bad it was. I didn't, I didn't, I just wanted my kids to have somewhere to sleep. I did not care about me. So I was like, okay, whatever. So I had called this lady and she said, well, this place is, um, I can't think of this church for nothing in this world, but it's like, Copperfield Church. They're like, this is Copperfield Church. Call this number. They have room at the shelter. Just, you know, tell them. Tell them. I was like, okay. So they couldn't come pick us up. I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. Lord, I don't know what I'm going to do. Like, what I'm going to do, Lord? Because I didn't have, I only had like $2 to my name on my car. I was like, God. I said, it had room for us. I told them, it was just me and my three kids. You know, blah, blah, blah. Sorry, excuse me for crying. But this testimony brings so much tears. Okay. So I was like, okay. 
I would say, um, okay. I said, Lord, I, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm going to have to do Uber. They was like, okay, if you can do Uber, we have room for you. We'll be waiting for you, whatever the case may be. So I was like, okay. Okay, let me do this. Let me think. Let me think. So I just took the chance. Forget it. Oh, well. So I was like, I don't know if it's going to go through. I don't know nothing. So I did the Uber. And this was nobody but Jesus. Because my Uber was like for, for a little hospital to, um, to get to Copperfield Church. It was like almost $40. And I don't know. I had only like $2 in my account. $2 and some change. Maybe it's 2 or 5 It went through. I was like, thank you, Jesus. I was like crying and everything. And my kids was like, mom, it's okay. You know, because my kids hate to see me stress. They hate that. So we got in the Uber. And she picked us up. And it was like, you know, I don't like people in my business. Or whatever. So I decided to call. They was like, I had let them know I got an Uber that me and my kids are on the way. So we got there. They, they opened the door. Because that shelter was supposed to have been closed. They opened the door. This is God. I'm trying to tell y'all. They opened the door and welcomed us with warm on. It's like, maybe we had got there maybe like 10, 30, 11. I don't even remember. I know it was a Friday. We had got there or whatever. And then uh, we had got there. I can't. Let me just give myself a minute. We had got there. And um, we had got there. It was like, are y'all hungry? I, didn't, I wasn't even home. I was just so hurt because I was saying to myself, God, how could you allow this to happen to us? Because you know I'm paying my tithes. I'm doing the best that I can. I might not can't go to church because I don't have a car, but what? Like, what? why did you do this? Why, why did you let us go to a shelter? Why do you have us stay at the hotel? I was just so mad at God. I was just so frustrated with God. I, if God was a person, I could have cussed him out right there. And God knew I was mad because I was like, I was so could have cussed him out. So I was like, oh God, I don't know what to do. So there, they was like, I was like, no, I'm not hungry, but my kids know me. My kids knew me. They was like, yeah, mama hungry. They said, mama eat. Just eat. So I was like, okay. So I ate. And, you know, you know, in a and the shelter, you know, we had beds that had, like, little cots, but it had separated, you know, like, separate, you know, like, you had your own space, and, but me, what me and my kids did was, like, we pushed our beds together, because we didn't want to be separated, we pushed our beds together, me and Trix on one side, and JJ and Chris on the other side, you know, that's how we slept, you know, that was cool with, but I'm the one that was so hurt, was so distraught, like, how could God allow this to happen? You know? And then my I called, my friend was like, Please y'all okay? She called me. This one true friend who never you know, who never just like if she had it, she she'll help me. She just never turned her back on me and I thank her for that. She was like, Felicia, y'all okay? And I told her where we were. She said, Thank you, God. I was so worried about y'all, blah, blah, blah. And all that type of stuff. So, my kids was, who my kids are, like, people make up, they was cleaning up at the shelter. They was like, oh, you face, you have some good kids. But for the longest, everybody thought we were sisters and brothers because I don't look like their mom. I look more like their sister. <laughs> they, they thought we was all sisters and brothers. I was like, no, they're my kids. I got, you know, as I got to warm up to people, 
or whatever. I start feeling more comfortable. And then I still had to go to work. So what made it so good, like, they every I did not have to pay for no Uber. They paid for me to get to get to work and from work. Go to work. The church did. That was God. Okay. So then one day I went to go apply for this apartment. They was like, oh, you didn't get approved because you got a broken leg. I was so mad. I was like, you know, forget it. And this one lady that we had met there, she was like, you're not going to, um, they had another shelter because they shelter was going to close Saturday, like in two weeks. Or so. It's like a Saturday. I think it was in two weeks or whatever. She said, you're not going to go. She told me, she said, you and your kids are not going to go to the um, Georgia Brown Convention Center. Y'all come, you're going to come with us. Like, we're going to go to her house. Like, she, she, she loved me and my kids or whatever. She was like, y'all not going there. Uh, all that's fair, you, you and your kids can come there. We got plenty of room, you and your kids can come there. I was like, okay, you know, <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, and then I was like, okay. You know, I really don't, you know, it's just kind of hard for me to accept people because I didn't mean to done so wrong, you know. I was like, mm, okay. So I said, okay. So I was like, okay. But I, my thing was I wanted my own place because I didn't want to stay with nobody because I know how my, I just know how me, my kids are. You know, they're the type of person, they, they like to play games all day. I just know my kid. When you stay with somebody, you got to, like, really be, like, you know, I don't know how them people were or whatever. I could, I just saw her because she was, like, a Red Cross um, volunteer. That's all I knew. And then, um, so the next day, there are days I didn't go to, I didn't want to go to work. <laughs> but I pushed myself to go to work because I was just so mad. And people were like, are you okay, please? You know, people, you know how people just like to get in your business. But... <laughs> They're like, yeah, I'm okay, but one day I didn't go to work. Yesterday, did I go to Did I go to work that day? I'm trying to see. Did I go to work that day? I think I did. Yeah, it was a Friday. August. No, it was September the 20-something. I went to work. Went to work that morning and I came back. I was like, okay. I was determined. Did I go to work that morning? I don't even know I went to work that morning. But whatever. No, I didn't go to work that morning. But I was like, you know what? I got up. And the lady was there. Because she was like, well, she come on, get up. You got to find your place. You know, we this, this shut the close Saturday. Blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I was so mad. And I heard, I started hearing everybody else. Oh, I found me a place. I said, you know what? Forget that. I said, today I'm going out to find me an apartment. I had put that in my mind. And I was working with, like, somebody help me find your apartment. I said, I put that in my mind. I said, today I'm going to find me an apartment. I'm going to find me an apartment. I put that in my mindset. Because by this time, my sister and my mom had called me telling me, oh, please, you cannot make it there. This is so hard. Are you going to be at the block? This, t- this is feeding me negative stuff. And I was listening to the negative stuff first. And I was like, you know what? Forget it. Okay. I don't care. I got. To, I kept telling myself, I had to stop running. But before I said, I had to stop running. My son said, "Mom, if you go back, I'm going to die. You're going to turn to a pillow of salt." So when he said that, they was like, "What? Are you going to die?" And I'm going to. It was just like I couldn't regular. I couldn't register that. When he said that, I was like, I kept saying, "JJ, don't say that." He said, "Go back." He just said, "Go back and see what happened." And he, I don't know. He heard that before, but my son, the youngest one here, gave you a Bible scripture and be like, what? So, what do you, you know, because he's, he, everybody think he's a, 
if I say he's a prophet, he's an evangelist, which I do believe it, because I just, I, that's, a, that's another, that's next Tuesday. Um, so I was like, uh, okay, so I found me an apartment. I went to go look at these apartments where I stay, and I can tell you where I stay at, but I know I stay in some apartments. Um, went to these apartments, and I was so scared, because I was like, what if the broccoli shows up, and did it, and she was like, mom, she was just like, don't worry about that. She sent you here. Don't worry about that. The lady from the people, they sent you here. So just look at the part. So she was like, do you like it? I looked at it. I was like, I wanted a three-bedroom, two-bath. I got a two-bedroom, one-bath. I was like, I wanted, cause I wanted my daughter have her own room. Me have my own room. The boys had a room. I just wanted to have my own room. So I was like, okay, okay. I was like, yeah, I like, which I did. I'm not going to lie. I liked it. I said, yeah, I like but the apartment that I in now reminds me of the apartment that I had in Longview. And I was like, dang, this apartment looks, I couldn't remember why. I was like, dang, this apartment looks so familiar to me. Like the, the spaces, everything looks so weird to me. It looks so familiar. So she's like, okay, let's go down here and fill out the application. I was like, oh, here we go. Why she tell me no? This is, I didn't say it out loud, but I was thinking it. So, Lord, she tell me no. Da, 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 da. You know, so I was like, okay. And she asked for my check stuff, which I had it on my phone. I sent it to her and she printed it. And all this type of stuff. I did that because I was working for the school. And she gave me a discount because I worked for the school. You know, whatever, whatever. And then she said, oh, you approved. I was like, what? She said, this right here. She said, I see you have a broken leash. But they don't worry about that because uh, we're not going to worry about that because it falls off. It falls off next year. What? No, she says fall off. She said fall off next month. So we're not going to worry about that. So you got to prove. So Saturday, we'll call and you can sign your lease. I was like, what? I couldn't even register because it happened so fast. It happened so, so fast. I was like, what? And she said, we'll make it so bad. You can move in. You have to pay nothing for August. Nothing for August. I mean, not August. September. Nothing for September. Your rent start on October. I was like, okay. Because it still, still wouldn't register. So I was like, okay. So... I got an apartment. I couldn't believe it. I was like, wow. I got an apartment with a broken leaf? Like, who does that? Jesus. So, I was like, okay. So, my kids, like, I told my kids, you know, I like to play with my kids. So, I'm like, oh, you don't have a, but I didn't find out, so we got to go stay with somebody like that. They was like, okay. Whatever. So, the last day we was packing up, whatever, at the shelter. We were still at the shelter. We was packing up. And the lady was like, she had called me to come inside my lease. And I told my kids. <laughs> And this lady, who this this lady at the shelter, she had rented me a car, rented a car for me. Because I, I didn't have a car at the time. You know, I had to get back and forth to work. Had rented me a car. And she was like, uh, here's the car. Get you a car, blase, blase. What else? Help you go get your stuff from the hotel and bring it back to your apartment, whatever. So she was like, okay. So I, I told my kids, I said, we stay in the hood. <laughs> I like this. Like, we stay in the hood. So. You know, we got to be careful when we go outside or whatever. The only person that really knew the apartment was JJ, and I told JJ because he was with me that he was with me that day when I got the apartment where it was. And I said, you better not say nothing or whatever. So he didn't say nothing. I told him, when we, I told him to close their eyes. I had to get through the gate or whatever. I said, close your eyes. And then I said, okay. When I opened, I said, this is where we stay. They was like, oh, my mom, we got a they didn't. I couldn't tell them. I said, yeah. And I walked in, I asked if they like it. And my kids, my kids are the most humble, sweet, and blessed kids that you ever meet. So I was like, oh, yeah, mom, we like it. We like it. So 
we got our stuff from the hotel and stuff. We moved in. And I was so scared to be by myself. So scared because my kids would go off to school and I would be home by myself. Because this is my first place anxiety had sat in. I was like, oh, Lord. So I was like, I'm not by no pop, no firehouse. Something happened to me or whatever the case may be. I might get anxiety whatever the case may be. But through it all. And then got ready to move in. And the church that we was at gave me a whole pantry full of food. A whole pantry full of food. And then paid my rent two months in advance. I didn't know they was going to do that, but they paid my rent two months in advance. And then when it came time for Christmas, they blessed me with a $1,000 check. But they expecting that. But I just got on here to tell y'all about my testimony. Yes, I know it's hard for me to speak through that because that brings back so much stuff that God has done for me and my kids. I just want to tell y'all, whatever it may be, like for me, it helps me. It helped me this morning because I was stressing about today is Christmas Eve. Tomorrow's Christmas. I don't have nothing to get my kids for Christmas. And then I had to sit back and be like, okay, they have a roof on their head. They have food to eat. I have a car. They don't even have a car. No, thank you, God. Um, I have a job. I'm off with my kids for Christmas break. I get to spend time with my Christmas. I can sleep all day, eat snacks all day, do all the stuff that I want to do. But yet... I always have to tell myself I am a good mother. Even though you can't get your kids this and that for Christmas, you are still a good mother. Just know, just hold on to God's hand. Just trust God. And that's my thing. I, it, it took me a while to get to the point where I can trust him. I can trust him. Trust him. But sometimes I try to be like, get it back there. Like I have to catch myself. Be like, uh-uh, because that time I had got so heated. I know God had got heated with me because I had got sick. My whole face was swollen. Let me tell you this. My whole face was swollen. I had to go to, I went to the uh, human, to my human resources at my job, the place where I work at. And I was complaining, complaining, complaining. Like, I don't know what I'm going to do. I can't keep missing. I don't want to lose my job. Blah, blah, blah. And it just started raining for some apparent reason. It just raining. I was like, oh. Why did it start raining? I was in flip-flops and my face was swollen. I was in pain. I looked raggedy. I was in, I don't know if I was in pajamas or not. I don't know. But I was like, oh, my God. Went there. I was complaining. JJ said, Mom, stop complaining. It's going to be okay. We're going to be all right. Because JJ is with me because he's homeschooled. So I was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. And all of a sudden, as I was driving back home, complaining like it was nothing, a big lightning covered my whole car like it was like a Boat a lightning cover my whole windshield. I was about to call somebody. I don't know who I was about to call. But it struck so hard that I thought the lightning had hit my car. That's how bright the light was inside of my car. Me and JJ, JJ's on the passenger. I'm driving. I had to pull over because I was like, what the? So, oh, my God. And JJ said, Mama, I think God wants you to shut your mouth. Because I was complaining <laughs> my tail off. So I was like, you know what? Forget it. I said, okay, Jesus, I, I'm sorry. I trust you no matter. I'm done. I trust you. I'm through. I shut up because I was like, I know he got, he got tired of me complaining. I mean, he was like, because he had JJ to tell me, Mom, it's going to be all crazy. It's going to be all right. But I wouldn't. I was just mad. How I'm going to pay this bill? How I'm going to do this? I was just going, oh, no. Okay, Jesus like, okay, I'm done. So now I have learned not to just say nothing. Yes, I do stress. I'm not going to sit here and say Felicia, but I'm learning not to stress because of that. <laughs> because of that. Um, 
And also just learn how to just be thankful. My kids didn't say that they didn't like they want this and this and that. They just want one thing. And I was like, but they don't care. They're like, Mom, it's okay. You know, they they okay. But I know deep down they do care. And I know then I said, Why y'all don't why y'all don't, you know, tell me? Because me and my kids talk. Why y'all don't do this? I said, why y'all? Because y'all don't think that I can afford it. They was like, no. It's not that. They just, my kids, are so, we have been through so much. Even when we, even though, even before we had been through so much, my kids are always thankful. They were always blessed. They were so humble. They are like the most sweet, humble kids that you could ever meet. They are. And I just thank God every day for them. Because they are. They teach me things and I teach them things about life um so i know today's christmas eve i know tomorrow's christmas just believe in a miracle i know you're probably stressing about how i'm gonna get this for my kids how i'm gonna get this. if your kids understand the struggles you go through if they understand that my mama's trying i don't care she don't get us nothing long as we together oh it's power when we work together long as we together we can make it so that was my kids anthem you know that um, their motto is that we was in that shelter and we was going through all this stuff. That's like, Mom, as long as we're together, we can make it. So that's how I see it now. As long as we're together, we can make it. I have to look at it because the situation, you have to look at the situation. Yes, you might not can't get them this. And it's goes to me too because I'm preaching to myself as I'm talking to y'all. Um, even though you can't get them this for Christmas or get them this for Christmas or whatever the case may be. Look at it. You have a roof on your head. You got food on your table. You're not in the hospital. Your kid's not in the hospital. Just look at it. The situation could be so much worse. Yes, it's, it's not all about gifts for Christmas. It's all about the birth of Jesus. Jesus' birth so that we can have life. You know, and sometimes I have to be like, like, um, like, wow. I, I do it to myself. Like, okay, it's going to be okay. I tell myself that. Okay, it's not always going to be like this. Well, it's not always going to be like this. It's going to come at a point in time because I have my, my dreams so big. Meaning, like, I want to be able to bless other people. Yes, I want to bless myself, but I want to be like, hopefully start next year. I want to start taking in donations and stuff. So whenever, um, so whenever, like, school start back and uh, Christmas and Thanksgiving, like that, I'll be able to get back to the community because I know there are so much people out here hurting. You know, I've been there. I've been, I just, I've been there, and I know what it's like. Trust and do believe. I'm not just saying this to be said. Been there, and still going through. But I'm thankful because that God has kept me every step of the way. Yes, it might get hard sometimes. It got so hard for me. I was about to say, forget. I'm tired. I want to commit suicide. Y'all like what? But yeah, Felicia wants to commit suicide. Leave her kids by herself. Yeah, I was just so done. I was just done. Because I said, it's a shame. I'm a single mother. I'm doing the best I can. And I can't provide a, a stable house for my kids. Or someone to lay their heads at. Nothing like that. I can't do nothing. But through it all, I'm still here. And I always tell myself, I do not want to go back. I do not want to go back to a hotel. That's why when it's when it's time for rent due, I make sure I have my rent. Even might not be all of it. Hey, here's here's the majority of it. When I get paid on twenty, I try to get. I'll give you the rest. And when I say I'm gonna give it to you, I give it to them. Cause I give it to them. You know, I don't have time to be playing. Cause I gotta make sure I have a roof. I I need my you know my space. So this 
listen to this and just know that it's going to be okay. Let me see if I can find this little thing I had. Um, it was something I had found. I'm going to see if I can find it and share it with you guys. I don't know if I can find it, but hopefully I can find it. It's about somebody post something. And I said, oh, that is so good because everybody needs to hear that right here. Okay. These are for all these great moms and great dads out there in the world. You know, it's a two. To all the single moms out there in the world. <laughs> it says, to the moms that have two presents under the tree, you are a great mom. To the mom that have 30 presents under the tree, you are a great mom. To the mom that have no presents under the tree, you are a great mom. To the mom that has no tree, you are a great mom. Because I have no tree. Um, To the mom that had to ask for donation this year, you are a great mom. To the mom that stood in the line at Salvation Army, you are a great mom. To the mom that every that has everything wrapped, you're a great mom. To the mom that hasn't shopped yet, you're a great mom. To the mom that can't do anything this year, you're a great mom. To the grieving mom that is that is ready for the season to pass, you're a great mom. To the newly single mom that cries cries at the thought of Christmas morning, you're a great mom. To the mom that doesn't celebrate Christmas, you're a great mom. To the mom that doesn't tell her kids Santa is real, you're a great mom. To the mom that forgets that to move every F, every F, every night, you're a great mom. To the mom barely holding it together, you're a great mom. This season does not define how great of a parent you are. Remember that. So, with me telling y'all my testimony and reading devotion, just remember, you are a great parent. You're a great mother, no matter what nobody says, because I tell myself that. Am I a great mom? Do you think I, I always ask my kids, is I'm a bad mom? My kids be looking like, really? But I just always question myself like that. It is weird. But remember, and it's, it, I'm speaking to myself as I'm speaking to you. You're a great mom. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, have a happy holidays. Um, enjoy your family, whatever it is. Just know that God's going to work it out some kind of way. Just hold, if you can just hold on to that. Just have just a little bit of faith as a mustard seed. Just a little bit. It's going to work it out. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen. Happy holidays. And thank you for listening to Empowering Single Mother with Children. 